What's up, everybody? It's me. I'm back. How we doing? Joel Cupcake. What's going on? I'm here to talk to you about Bell's Palsy today. If you don't know who I am, if you don't know what's been going on with me lately, I have a, I have a small YouTube channel. It's wonderful. It's called Joel Cupcake Live. I'm a, oh, excuse me. The sparkling water hit me already. I'm a concert promoter. I'm an artist manager. I'm an ordained minister. I'm a small-time content creator. I'm a brainstormer. I'm an entrepreneur. I, you know, what, all those adjectives. It doesn't matter. Uh, I've been dealing with a little uh, condition. I'm going to call it a condition for the last about two years now. Um, well, year and a half. Let's let's round it down. Uh, called Bell's palsy. Uh, a lot of people don't know what it is. I've actually documented a lot of the journey. I had like monthly updates at first. It's all on my YouTube channel. You can go check that out. This is the first time I'm actually talking about the Bell's palsy in a podcast format as well as for those subscribers on my youtube channel so uh, bell's palsy is a condition that causes temporary weakness or paralysis of muscles in the face it causes paralysis specifically on one side of the face drooping you know drooping face puffy face bulging kind of like bulging eye socket-esque things headaches loss of taste increased sensitivity to sound dry eyes dry, dry eyes dry mouth you know uh excessive drooling uh things like that uh, so I've had it since October of 2020. Think about that. October 2020. That is insane. Um, it's the right side of my face that's affected. Here, I'll, I'll slide these glasses up. Um, I still can't move this forehead at all. Like, this is me trying to raise both eyebrows. So this is still putty. Um, you know, I can, this is the best smile I can do. You know, Um Obviously, those of you listening, you'd, you'd have to go to the YouTube, check this out. Uh, basically, I can't use my forehead at all. I can't blow a proper kiss or fully smile with the right side of my face. Um, I can't close a permanent seal on my right lip. Um, it's crazy. It is crazy. So so I'm going to walk you through everything that happened. Uh, going to try to make this not too long of an episode, but I know there's a lot of people dealing with Bell's palsy. I do know it is one of the minor side effects of the, the vaccine. I do know uh, there's been a lot of cases of it. Um, for the most part, people think it's like stress induced. There, there's a couple different things in, in that that we'll go over too. Um, but yeah, October 2020, right in the middle of the pandemic, I woke up and uh, one eye wouldn't uh, one eye wouldn't shut, and I really couldn't use my mouth. I was freaking out. I thought it was just like a gnarly allergic reaction. Um, the the eye that like uh wouldn't shut was like just like leaking and tearing up and just like freaking out um i took an inhuman level of benadryl to try to solve it and make it feel better uh i slept uh it made things better i was like able to like eat and drink a little bit and do some of that stuff um the eye was like functioning well enough i woke up the next day and it like kind of shifted like it was actually the other part of my mouth the left side of my mouth that was showing problems originally and then it all kind of settled and then i woke up the next day and like literally like the right side of my face was just like hanging down my eye socket was like swollen like i don't know if it was like i don't know if muscular dystrophy is the right term because i'm not an educated man i apologize but you know like i spent the first six months like i couldn't close my eye like this this eye the right eye for those of you watching on the youtube like i physically had to get there's there's tape that's safe for your skin and I literally, like my girlfriend, would have to tape my eyeball shut so I could sleep at night. Um, you know, it, it's only been a couple months where I've actually been able to fully close my eyeball enough when I'm like in a pool or a body of water that the water doesn't go in my eye. You know, 
Um, I had to wear an eye patch for a couple months. Uh, you know, you, you don't realize that like how often you blink, you know, you blink because it helps keep your eyes lubricated or moist or whatever term you want to use, you know, on top of that, it keeps dirt out. It keeps things out and it keeps your eyes kind of like refreshed in a moisture sense, you know, and when you can't do it, I mean, like I couldn't stare at a computer screen for more than like maybe like four minutes. I'm not even going to say five. I'm going to go down around that shit down. Um, I couldn't work. Like, I, I mean, my, my driving was terrible. I couldn't do that. I, there was just like, oh, there was so many things that just came of this. Um, at first I didn't even have my sense of taste. I did think it was maybe COVID. I got multiple COVID tests. I went through all the ringer with the COVID nonsense. It was, uh, it was, it was not, it was, everything was negative. So it was not COVID. I mean, I would like eat cookies to make myself feel better because I'm a stress eater and like, you know, you go get those sweet, fresh baked chocolate chip cookies with like the sea salt on top to just like extenuate and like pop the flavor and you don't taste it. And it was like weird because it was just the right side of my face, the affected side. It was just in freaking sane. You know what I mean? So, so I had to eat everything on the left side of my face. Uh, I still have a problem when I sleep, like if I sleep on the, my right shoulder. You know, because I'm a side sleeper, I don't sleep on my back. Like I drool, like it's disgusting. You know, I still have that issue to this day. Um, I still have the issue of like I got to drink a bottle of water, and if I'm not paying attention, like it'll just it'll all just like leak, just leak straight out. But um, yeah, let me walk you through what happened. Uh, you know, like I said, that that second day after the Benadryl, something was obviously still wrong. I was panicked. I was freaking out. Um, a lot of the conditions and the symptoms of Bell's palsy, it feels like it look, you know, you look everything up online, like, you know, you, you Google WebMD, whatever the hell you want to use. And it looks like you have a, a mini stroke, you know, it's freaky. It's not tight. It is not tight. So I go down to the ER, uh, my, my girlfriend, Trina, she could not come with me because this is like right in the middle of COVID. So no visitors, only you, none of that, you know. They come in, my blood pressure is high. They're freaking out about that. I, I have uh, I have high blood pressure. That's not an uncommon thing. People my size, people that are self-employed, people that, you know, you know, work, do their own stuff for a living, you know. So um, anyways, not the point. Um, they stay, you know, I put on the gown, do all that, take all my clothes off for my underwear, you know, the, the usual. Uh, they're letting me sit there. I, they didn't hook me up to fluids or any of that. She comes in. The doctor does a bunch of like like touching tests, you know. Um, apparently, when you have a stroke versus having Bell's palsy, um, your forehead is the, it's so if you have a stroke, it's matched because the stroke overloads the nerves, um, and so like you could you can't move both parts of your forehead or like there's like there's like uh, some uh, what's like parallel or like it mirrors each other the way you, like the, your brain halves work, you know. Um, but I didn't have that. Like it was just one side of my face. She did that. She looked around. She used her, I think it's, you know, the one that goes in the ear. She thought she saw shingles in my ear canal. Um, that is uh, in Western medicine. And we'll get to that. That's generally the cause of Bell's palsy is they're like, oh, you got shingles in your ear and it went in and it basically fried your nerves. Um, that's what she thought happened. Uh, for those of you that don't know what shingles is, it is an adult form of chicken pox. I have never had it, but holy shit, the stories I have heard from the people that have had it are not fun. Not fun at all. So anyways, I do that. 
she tells me, you know, to take some more Benadryl when I get home, gets me a prescription for some steroids and uh, tells me to go see my doctor for everything else. So I go to the local medical clinic. Uh, they give me the drugs that kill shingles, the drugs that kill herpes, the drugs that kill Lyme disease. Uh, I'm already on a steroid as well. And I forget what the other thing is. And they tell me to just take all of this stuff. Or I take the steroid, just the steroid for a week. And then I take the other four things all at the same time for two fucking weeks. Sorry about my my language there, those of you that are sensitive. But yeah, uh, going from steroids to four different in insane medicines like that. One of those medicines literally on the label, it says do not take before you sleep because the pill was so big that it can choke you in your freaking sleep. So anyways, I do all four of those for three weeks. Nothing helps. The doctor I'm seeing... I ask him about alternative options. I'm like, yo, man, nothing, nothing you gave me is helping. Like nothing's working, you know, like no difference. Uh, so he, you know, he sends me to physical therapy and I'm like, well, what's like, you know, that that's, that's not going to be worth it. But, you know, I do it. I, I, I follow him up, you know, I follow up with everything he wants me to do. I tell him like, yo, I feel like crap from all the medicine. He's like, I know it's only two weeks, whatever. I was like, okay. I do physical therapy for a month with very diminished, very minor results. I don't even know if I probably, I feel like I would have had the same results if I didn't do the physical therapy. Um, she tells me like, I don't know why you're here. You should see physical therapy at the end of your process, not at the beginning. I don't know what this doctor's deal is. I go back to him and I ask him about, you know, at this point in time, I'd done self-research. I talked to a few friends that had it. There's a few notable celebrities that have bounced back from Bell's palsy. Uh, Angelina Jolie being the biggest one. Um, uh, Jim Ross, the wrestling announcer, used to be at WWE. Now he's at AEW. He he he's actually had it three times to the point where he's like permanently stuck like that. Like if you watch him talk, you if you've ever seen him talk in the last like decade, you know exactly what I mean. So let, let's just be honest about that. But um, you know, so I'm like, okay, well, I don't know why he sent me here. I go to see him. I ask him like, Hey, can I export Eastern medicine? Can we do acupuncture? Can we do chiropractic stuff? Whatever, whatever. And he goes, you know, I don't believe in that. So no. And you know, not to rag on any of my doctors or nurse practitioner friends or whatever that might listen to this, but you know, fuck Western medicine. Sometimes this is one of those reasons I say that, you know, uh, like this dude is like my insurance is covering the treatments and stuff. And this guy just straight up is like, no, I won't recommend it. You know, and before I get into this next part, I want to point out an important statistic. There are less than 200,000 cases of Bell's palsy a year in the entire North American continent. The entire continent. So that in Western medicine equates to the fact that we don't have enough data, a.k.a. it doesn't make any money to, to, to cure this, so we don't care. Literally, if you go to any search platform. I literally have one pulled up right here on the other screen. And it literally says can last anywhere from several weeks to several years. You know, that's what I was told. Do you know how, do you know how awesome that is? Oh yeah. You, you know, the ER told me, oh yeah, you'll be, you'll be back to normal in three months. Well, we're at, I mean, I don't know, you know, October was a year and we're sitting here on, what is it? March 1st. Yeah. It is March 1st. And uh, I still got it. 
like, yeah, I look better. Yeah, I've improved per se, you know, but yeah, yeah, exactly. So long story short, that was a doctor I was seeing on a walk-in basis, my regular PCP, which for those of you that are not good adults like myself, I found out that that means your primary care physician. Um, I just, she had been so backed up with COVID. I wasn't able to see her. Uh, I asked to be put on her waiting list. She was able to squeeze me in. Luckily, literally like, I think it was like a week or two later. I saw her, she immediately saw my face. She's like, Oh gosh. Like, she's like, what do you need? I told her the other doctor refused to let me do acupuncture, refused to let me do this or that. She went on, she did her own research. She talked to her own colleagues. You know, she gave me some different medications um, it was just stuff to kind of help like my body bounce back from being on all those terrible like drugs that the other guy gave me. Um, mostly like supplements, stuff like that. So I did that. That was great. Um, I already have a great chiropractor. They were said that they're able to focus and do stuff on my neck, which helps focus on the C4 verte vertebrae. Um, the doctor's office I go to, the chief doctor who is a chiropractor, he um, he told me he's had about a 60% success rate focusing on the C4 vertebrae in your neck or upper back, depending on how you want to phrase that. And that has helped. He's seen a 60% success rate of helping patients get better when he changes the treatment to focus on that area of the body. So I told Dr. Abby, who is my chiropractor, like, let's do it. Um, you know, my, my regular doctor, she finally agreed to let me see an acupuncturist. It took, took a while to do the intake paperwork and get it all filled out. Let me tell you, if you have anybody in your family, in your life, in your circle, suffering from some sort of illness and they're not happy with their treatment, I implore you to at least look into West, uh, Eastern medicine. I'm not lying to you. Basically, my face, I had had maybe, I'm going to say I had had less than 10% improvement in about six months at this point in time. My first session first session with an acupuncturist, I was able to smile again. First session. Uh, it took a little bit longer for my eye to get 100% back to normal, but it was not nearly as bad. I didn't have to wear the patch anymore. Um, I just wore glasses. Um, I mean, most of you follow me on the internet, you see me wear these pit vipers. Uh, I think they're hilarious. I think they're, they're a flashback to the 90s, which I love, but also like on the, the edge, the edges of the glasses actually have glass tabs that come inward. So you're completely like shielded from the wind. It was very helpful for my eyes. Um, I bought way too many pairs as any of you that follow me, follow me on social media. know. Um, but yeah, the acupuncturist, she, she helped my, she helped with that. She put me on high levels of magnesium. She put me on flaxseed oil because I don't eat fish. So my body doesn't respond well to it. Um, she put me on a lot of stuff like that. And I was doing acupuncture every day or two days, two days a week for, for about four months. And then we switched to once a week. And then, um, I plateaued probably after about, about eight or nine months. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, now I've just been taking the time to heal. I've tried a few other Chinese Chinese medicine uh, doctors or healers, whatever phrase you 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 want to use. I've done every herb supplement, all this stuff that I can think of. Um, my wind balance was wrong for those who that understand Eastern medicine. You know, we have chi, we have our meridian energy lines, and you have wind that flows through your body because we are a living creature, and every living creature needs oxygen. 
So my wind was imbalanced and um, on the inside, I'm too chaotic. I don't ever calm down. I don't ever relax. So um, that's what the acupuncturist helped me focus on was, was transferring my energy and my wind away from my face, letting my nerves heal, letting my nerves calm down, um, letting them try to try to live and breathe and feel again. Um, and it's, man, acupuncture, that, that, that changed my life. There's very few things I will say changed my life. Uh, one of those is a negative thing, and that's having a gun put in your mouth. And, you know, I can now add a few positive things to the list, one of them being being acupuncture. So I implore you, try it. Um, try it. Fast forward to December of 2021. Um, it has been over a year. I finally get into see a neurologist here at Montage Medical Group. They're the lead medical provider in Monterey County where I live. Uh, appointment took about an hour, you know, again, back to the Western medicine versus Eastern medicine thing. This doctor dead ass told me I taught him more about Bell's palsy, uh, you know, like alternative treatments than he knew. He literally said, I educated him on the disease or the condition or the, you know, whatever. I, I don't like calling it a disease or like a disability because I don't think that that's fair. I don't think that that's you know, kind to the people who are actually permanently disabled for their whole life. So, so th this condition, you know, he did say he does think I'll make a full recovery and that I'll bounce back gauging on, you know, I showed him some videos, some pictures of how it was when I first started to now, he does think it'll happen. He did inform me that the two, the two hardest things to regrow and retrain and, and all everything in your body are your heart and your nervous system. So, which doesn't surprise me, you know, but even with full supplements and full, uh, you know, third party or other treatment, you know, you, you grow, it's like a, you literally, your nerves regrow. Like it's like a milli, it's like a millicentimeter or some small asinine number, like a day, even going full speed, even with all like the additional stuff you can put in your body, which is why if you ever seen anybody with any sort of eye condition, it takes a long time for them to look normal again. So you know, he told me to keep doing what I'm doing. He did recommend a few like supplements and stuff like that. Um, so I'm working forward to that. I'm bouncing back. You know, it took me a long time to mentally deal with how I looked. I mean, I still wear these glasses when I go to parties. I don't need these. These are blue light glasses. I have two, 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 technically three screens in front of me right now, which is why I wear them. Um, but like I, they, I, I'm more comfortable in pictures. I already can't smile well. Um, it kind of covers up my eye a little bit, you know, but like the mental hurdles of having Bell's palsy were just like insane. Like I didn't want to see people. It was hard to eat the first, I'd say eight months. Like, I mean, I had to, I had to like go cut cheeseburgers in half. Like I was a, like a, like I was a four-year-old, you know, my pizza, I had to fold it in half or cut it in half and then fold it in half. Um, you know, I couldn't eat a full chicken nugget in one bite. Like it was just so difficult because how, how much my mouth wouldn't open at the beginning, you know, like, you know, and if, if, if those of you that are watching on YouTube or if you cruise by to check this out, like I'm gonna lean towards the camera, like, look, when I blow a kiss, you know, you can see it right here still, you know, it's just, I don't have full control, full motion. Like I can't even like, I know that's an awkward look, but that's like the best I can give you on the right side of my face. And even if you'll notice, like, and I do that, my eye, my eye winces, you know, when I yawn, this eye shuts. I straight up don't have enough muscle control from my nerves on the side of my face 
to even like function as a normal human being. You know, I mean, I was put on disability for a couple months because my doctor was like, your case is so bad. I don't want you trying to drive basically with, with, without a functioning, missing a functioning eye. You know, it was, it was, it was, it was insane. It was uncomfortable and it was not tied. And, you know, I, I've come to terms with the fact that while I'm not happy about it, um, I'm no longer depressed about the fact that I potentially might be stuck like this. You know, I was very depressed at all this that happened to me during COVID. You know, my livelihood, my life, my job was taken away from me because of COVID. And, you know, it was, it was a really hard thing to deal with for a really long time. Um, and now, now I'm in a better place. Now I'm, I get it. Like if I am stuck like this, I can make a joke out of it. It's great. Uh, let's rock and roll type of, type of thing, you know? Mm. So I've been talking so much. I love these Waterloo sparkling waters. Trina got me turned on to sparkling water as, as an alternative to soda. I mean, everyone, everyone, you know, falls off the horse, so to speak, every once in a while and still gets, uh, you know, I still chug the soda here and there, but anyways, sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, the mental health was, was a struggle as with any medical condition or disability or thing you have to heal from or recover from, but uh, I'm in a better place now. Um, if you do get this condition, just know that it does get better. There is no clear information. It's so hard. If you are suffering from Bell's palsy or you know somebody that is, if you want to reach out to me and talk to me about it, I'm down. Just to just holler at me. You can literally search Joel Cupcake. I'm on every social media platform for the most part at that handle. Um, you know, as far as holistic medicine goes, I have uh, there's one thing I have yet to track down and try. I'm supposed to drink red hibiscus. It's supposed to help calm me down and also calm my chi down and like reset, like, you know, slow down my energy flow. Cause I'm too chaotic as my healer told me. So I'm looking into that. Um, I've discovered a new, I don't know. I don't want to call it a strain of weed. It's a byproduct of THC called CBG. Um, it's only the bottom 10% of the stem. I have a whole, I'll have a whole episode on the YouTube channel. Where I talked about this. So I won't go into crazy detail. But it helps with people who have like Crohn's and are recovering from crazy like things that Western medicine can't help you with. Um, I take CBG and I actually have like 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 transdermal patches I can stop on my arm. When I put those on, it feels like my face is normal. Like it doesn't it doesn't function any better, but I feel completely normal. So it's great for if you have muscle problems, if you have spasms, if you have consistent pain, if you work out too hard one day. And like, you know, you want to give your muscles a rest, but you don't want to pop a muscle relaxer, uh, which obviously I don't encourage doing because pill problems are no joke. Um, you know, CBG is great. If that's, you know, you know, hemp based medicine, cannabis, you know, cannabis based medicine, whatever you want to call it, it is, it is another thing that has helped change my life and change me and make me better. It helps with my blood pressure. It helps with my pain. It helps with my broken face condition that I have right now. Um, you know, I stopped eating salt. I did a lot of, I did a lot of things just like being healthier things that would help my heart as well. Um, some people do equate Bell's palsy with high stress, AKA high blood pressure. Um, one of the Eastern medicine people I saw told me that like, basically like my, my mind and my heart are not on the same page. Like, like I'm out of balance basically. Um, which is another thing that goes into chi and all that, but I don't want to, I don't want to do a whole episode on that. Um, I, I still don't understand it all the way. I got more to learn. Um, but yeah. So if you know anybody suffering from Bell's palsy, look into CBG, 
you know, uh, high amounts of magnesium, high amounts of fish oil or flaxseed oil. Um, all that stuff goes into helping um, with the with your nervous system and your your muscles relaxing. Uh, part of the problem with like, you know, my eye socket hurt consistently for the first three months. And it's because my muscles were gripping the eye so tight because they could tell it wasn't working the right way. So magnesium is basically the closest thing to a natural muscle relaxer that you can put in your body. That's found in nature. You know, it, it helps your, your muscles and everything. It, 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 it it's, it's like an alternative endorphin that just helps it like chill out. So I encourage you all to check that out. Um, you know, do yourself research. There's nothing wrong with you not knowing what's going on. Um, you know, full disclaimer for those of you, if you are watching this because you have Bell's palsy or you're listening because you have Bell's palsy, um, you know, some, some people get it for three weeks and it goes away. Some people get it and it, it'll come back multiple times. Um, at any point in time when you get it or when it happens to you, you can be stuck like this or like it or whatever, you know, it can happen. It is, a, it is a possibility. You can also go completely back to normal. Sometimes it'll just happen to you multiple times. You won't get stuck like this, but it will, ha it can be reoccurring. Um, unfortunately, there's just not enough studying done on the, on the, on the subject, on the job, on the, whatever you want to call it. You know, it's just, it's just, it's not there. The information's not there. The data's not there. The care is not there. People that, you know, Western medicine just doesn't, doesn't give a shit about you. If you have Bell's palsy, um, your personal doctor might, you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what else to say other than that. Um, yeah, uh, I, ha I have more detailed chronological orders of like me having Bell's palsy at like two, three, four, five, six months, you know, a year, half a year, stuff like that. Uh, please cruise by the YouTube channel. Again, that's just Joel Cupcake Live if you want to watch those. I will be going back to doing health updates and certain episodes that will only be on the YouTube and will not be on the actual podcast channel. As far as those of you listening in the podcast format, I have a lot of old episodes. I have great guests from, from bands and the music industry. Um, you know, I've had a few personal friends on, you know, we talked about, talk about a wide range of subjects, you know, music, um, we try to avoid politics, but you know, music, COVID, uh, economics, uh, you know, best tips, uh, all sorts, all sorts of interesting, cool stuff. I have a whole episode about oat milk and how fucking amazing it is. If you're not drinking it, drink it. Um, I'm going to have a lot more cool episodes coming up soon. Um, new, new subject matters, new episodes with me. I have some really cool guests lined up that I'm very excited about. Um, you know, I, I am a frequent guest on, on a few other podcasts. Main one's going to have to be metalcore nerds. Shout them out. Um, if you don't follow me too much on my personals, um, I do have another show called Pex Pals. We talk all about the video game Apex Legends. My best friend Calvin and I host that. Uh, beyond that, I am an ordained minister. Life is going back to normal. If you ever need my services, hit me up for that. If you are an entrepreneur or a small businessman or, or have your own brand, I also do small business consulting. I would love to work with you on that. Shoot me an email, joel at joelhaston.com. Uh, that's my real name if you didn't figure that out yet. Anyways, for those of you that cruised by and listened to this, I know if you've watched, like I said, the episodes on my show, that was more just a Bell's Palsy recap. But uh, just know, you know, if, if you if you found this episode or checked it out because you were curious about Bell's Palsy or you know somebody affected by it or you are affected by it, you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Ha have hope. Feel good. Be strong. 
eat right, take care of your body, uh, sleep, 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 you know, get a minimum of seven hours of sleep a night. I guarantee you that will change your life. Even if you don't have Bell's palsy and don't put salt on food. Uh, that's really it. I'm Joe Cupcake. Thanks for checking the episode out. I'll be back next week with something new for you. Thanks. Peace.